I do see that happening. Do you do you Whoa! see that happening? I feel a little more optimistic now that you see it. I do see it happening. Hey Louise, how you doing? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Hey John, how are you? I'm good. This was a very formal in, like greeting. We've been talking for like five minutes, but we're gonna make it seem like we're just now like seeing each other for the first time. Hey Louise, how's it going? Hey. Are you ready to talk about it's some going. great ideas that we're never going to do? I'm ready to talk about some possibly mediocre ideas Ooh, that I'll never what? do. What? Possibly mediocre? Yeah, I, I'm i going to just come right out and say uh-huh. it, that my, cha- my challenge was real challenging. Your challenge had some pretty high stakes. It really did. And as like clearly an expert as someone who has experienced this thing oh god i just felt so inadequate i was like let's "Ah." talk about it let's talk about it okay Okay. start with challenges let's start with challenges we're breaking format everybody okay okay so uh yeah let's if this is your first time joining us this is the podcast (laughs) where john and louise that's That's us us. talk about ideas that we're never gonna do hence the title. Yeah, you've had those ideas where you're just like, oh man, why doesn't this exist? Oh man, someone's going to make a million dollars off of it, but it's not going to be me. Not going to be me, yeah. though. Mm-mm. So, yeah, we, in each episode, we give each other challenges at the end to come up with an idea based on a certain whatever it may be. And for this episode, uh, at the end of last episode, I revealed a some crazy news that I'm gonna be a dad. Hey, what's going on? I'm gonna be a dad. And I challenged Louise with coming up with a, it, was it a parenting idea or was it a pregnancy idea? Pregnancy. pregnancy. Right. I Look, I I know, maybe I Here's maybe an I idea. You... If you're not ready, don't yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think that maybe I, I made the challenge too broad it should have been more specific no no oh i don't know i was thinking about the time that you challenged me about daisy (laughs) and going bonkers out the window and i was like this is very specific okay it was too specific um i don't think it could ever be too broad i just was dealing with a lot of inadequacy so without further ado pregnancy ideas (laughs) Okay, so, drum roll, mediocre, it's called Pregnant Pop, (laughs) and it's a new way to market individual bags of popcorn to pregnant ladies, and the best part is, you could have craving flavors, cravers, (laughs) and they can be like, I don't know, peanut butter pickle, or they could be things that pregnant ladies aren't supposed to have, like ham mm. or sushi or um, sea salt, which in moderation, but also contains like antioxidant compounds that help like 
baby cell membrane okay. sponginess All right. or something. So you can, we can have traditional flavors just as like snack food, but instead of selling it to regular civilians, we're really going after the pregnant broads. Well, yes. Hey, and that's a broad idea. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there, are, there are so many different types of products on the market for pregnant ladies who are feeling morning sickness. So, and of course, it's just like ginger flavored blah, blah, blah. So, uh, yeah, gingery popcorn. Um, that, that There could be something to that. Uh, yeah. So when... Laura, my wife, for those who are just tuning in for the first or second time, uh, Laura had a really difficult time for a while, and like day by day, what she could eat was very different, which made shopping impossible. So at one point, it was just like anything salty. So like miso soup, that'd be a good popcorn flavor. That'd be delicious. I, I would, would eat it. I don't like soup, but I... I think that a miso soup flavored popcorn experience would be quite delightful. And uh, I have had, I think Trader Joe's has like dill pickle popcorn and that is delicious. Or if anyone has ever been to Tokyo Disneyland, (laughs) they are like crazy about popcorn and they have all of these carts and they give you, yeah, they give you or you obviously buy it, but it's like a... A thing that's, I'm like looking around for something that it says big ass, but I can't, but I I don't know, a small dog. And it it (laughs) hangs on a lanyard around your neck. And I got one of the, because I was there during December, one of the, um, the claw from Toy Story, the three eyed green things, but he was dressed up like Santa and of course, all the rides are in uh, Japanese except the names of the characters. And so we went on this one um, when we were there. It was pouring down rain, but it was a water ride. So we got in this thing, and like it's supposed to be really exciting because like you spin around almost teacup style outside in this weird boat, but then it sprays you with water. Only it was pouring down rain, so we were like just wet uh. the whole time. But after that ride, there's a little area you go to to, like, dry off and you watch a movie. And it's almost like, uh, what is that space, mission space, maybe, where um, you're, like, in a seat that's kind of like a couch. And they buckle you in, but they kind of jerk you around a little. Okay. And they, like, so the whole time it was like. Is it like a Star Tours hmm? kind of thing? Yeah, but not as not as um, rough or right, turbulent. Okay. It's like less turbulent than that. But yes, like Star Tours, and um, it was like Japanese, 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 Captain Davis, Japanese, 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 Captain Davis. And so I named my little claw man Captain Davis. And every Christmas we take him out, and we're like, oh. But back on message. You buy it the first time, and it comes with the popcorn in it, but there's all these different flavors at different parts of the park, like by the Winnie the Pooh ride, which is the best ride <laughs> um, at Tokyo Disneyland. It's 
so crazy good it's unbelievable um but they have honey popcorn and then in different places you can get wasabi popcorn and then you could get strawberry popcorn or white chocolate maple popcorn or like just soy sauce popcorn like it's like a thing that everywhere in the park there's all this crazy different popcorn and of course it's like if you have a a necklace sure thing that you bought for 20 bucks it's like two dollars to fill it up with popcorn and if you don't have that thing that you like bought for 20 bucks it's like that'll be ten dollars every time you want popcorn so we bought one and we had a lot of different flavors but i think they're on to something and we could borrow that idea for pregnant ladies i kind of just want to like spitball off of your idea because you kind of gave me a little something talking about Tokyo Disney and popcorn, but what about a theme park that's all food themed and the rides are like experiences having to do with each type of food? Like, let's say popcorn, for example, you're in one of those, uh, like you're saying, those like turbulent seats that kind of bops you around and stuff. And it's the experience of like being a popcorn kernel popping. Yes. And... There could be other food experiences like popcorn could also be like blown at you the way that like confetti at award shows is <laughs> or you could like pay extra to like take your shoes off and get in one of like the smash the grapes Lucille ball. I love Lucy <laughs> style thing. I don't know if that would just get way too gross way too fast, but yeah, maybe. Uh, and that's how the park's wine is produced. Uh, uh, hmm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, there could like be um, like, ooh, nachos. You could be like a chip and you are put inside of like this whole like virtual reality nacho situation where you're getting like doused in cheese and don't forget a poncho for the nacho (laughs) ride i love it we're doing it yes (laughs) we're not uh we don't have Mm -hmm. that kind of money and the land Ugh. ah no the land uh not to mention it seems like an awful waste of something that people who are starving need well, that's why admission is free. And you uh, eat your way through the park. We're never making no, any money. No, we're not doing any <laughs> of this. Um, so my challenge... Is there, oh, I wasn't oh, even done. You're not done, done yet. Oh, more. I'm sorry. I got distracted by the dog go, tail. We'll, we'll go back and forth. Well, here, if for anyone who can sort of like see him... If you're watching on YouTube... Chris just came home. Chris just uh. came home from work and we're in the loft and he's like losing himself. Uh, I don't know. If by the can... way, Chris is Louise's boyfriend, not the dog. <laughs> Chris just came home from the dog work. Is rolling. Being a dog. <laughs> Dude, take off your hat. Put on your sweater, Mr. Cosby. Or Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. No, he's like going to jump out of my loft, you guys. He is he's so excited. Himself. We might we might need to just Oh, wow. Anybody watching on YouTube has gotten a real glimpse into the uh the life of the uh, the New York podcaster. Oh, <laughs> Roland. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you. He went crazy. Welcome home. <laughs> um, do you? 
<laughs> do you want to do a Cheerios idea? No, and then I only I'll... have my one Cheerios idea. Oh, okay. I'll keep okay. going. So, next idea. Pregnant goggles. Okay. If you're having a self-conscious day and you just like feel kind of alone, you put them on. And then everyone appears pregnant. <laughs> appears pregnant, so they're just like miserable and like hunched over. And, uh, or you just mean like they have a bump. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was mostly thinking that they have a bump. Oh, aren't, wait, they're miserable? I thought they were supposed to glow. Uh, Clearly I have no experience. Well, the way things are over here, there's not much glowing <laughs> happening. Uh, but you gave me a, another idea. So cosmetics, pregnant cosmetics. That's a good. That's glow, a good one. Even if you don't, the glow. artificial pregnant glow. Uh, <laughs> well, one thing that we're we're dealing with, and that you hear all the time from pregnant couples, is the the woman who's pregnant says to their partner like. You have no idea how this feels. I wish you could feel this. And, you know, and and also like being on the other side of that, it's like, I wish I could understand what you're going through. So maybe there's some sort of like uh, chip or something that a pregnant woman can put like on like the base of her neck on the spine or something like that, that transmits whatever sensations to, and then the the partner, the male or whatever, like has the receiving end of that and goes through those same feelings. Because then I could say, like, I do know how you feel. And man, oh, man, let's figure this out. Thank you for <laughs> being a superhero. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Moms are crazy superheroes. I, I don't mean to talk about other podcasts on our podcast, but there's one that I sometimes Wait, there listen are other to. other podcasts? And <gasps> Gasp. Go on. <gasps> um, And it's called The Longest Shortest Time. Oh, yeah. And that podcast will make you want to lose your mind. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's really informative and stuff, but... I don't know. The I I had these like opinions of myself in a weird fantasy of if I ever became a mother. P.S. Not something that I ever thought I wanted. Like I grew up my entire life being like that's just something I won't do. Uh-huh. And I don't know. Now I have other thoughts, but like I'm not racing to do that. Maybe I should be because I'm getting kind of long in the tooth. But um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> look at this old lady. <laughs> but. Um, some of the things that they talk about, I'm just like, why doesn't anyone talk about this? Well, um, everybody should go listen to that then. Or maybe not. Yeah. And it's, it's not like meant to scare you. It's just like, why doesn't anyone say this? <laughs> um... For instance, I, like, have this, like, horrible vision of myself as, like, a warrior princess who's going to, like, give birth naturally in the woods, holding onto a tree branch and hanging on and just, like, letting out these warrior, like, ah, cries and, like, picking up my dirty baby off the ground and being like, I did it by myself. (laughs) And now, after listening to this podcast, I'm like, oh, C-section? Sign me up. Yep. Absolutely. Sign me up. Uh, I know there's probably ups and downs to both. Right. 
What a confusing, scary time. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing that we can do that we've been doing since before we could do anything else. And by we, I mean women. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's... Nice recovery. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Uh, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people come out on the other side being like, that was a magical experience, and I loved every second of it, and I felt amazing. But people are people say that, and it's like, oh boy. And like, that's the scariest part. Like, it is different. Like, when you say, I love Disney, and I love going to the parks and watching the movies, and like, ah, and some people are like, eh, Disney's fine, and we're all having a different experience. But we're all having the right. same experience. But with, like, pregnancy, like... No. The only thing that's the same is that... How it begins and how it ends. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. not even how it begins, because uh, now IVF and, you know, all those other things. But, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, next idea. Next drum roll. You make me feel so mediocre. lazy. I have one idea, but it's a good one. We had an extra long time. Did we? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we skipped a week. We didn't skip a week. We didn't? No. Oh, God. I just, I, mean, I got obsessive compulsive about this one. Because <laughs> I felt so inadequate. Um, okay. You know how sometimes moms are told... For the last trimester, they have to stay in bed. Now, I know that literally they don't have to be in bed. And I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec, so I'm sorry that I did that. But that's where that came from. Um, But you know how if you have a cast on your leg and then you get the cast cut off and you, like, try to walk on it and your muscles have, like, atrophied a little bit? Okay. Atrophy patches for bedridden moms to keep their muscles... Like, either in their legs or backs, wherever you need it. Uh, Just, like, quick little, like... Yeah, pulses. Shock. Yeah, Yeah, to keep you as strong as you're going to need to be once that baby is born. Because I just can't imagine... Okay, so my... The summer between freshman year of college and senior year of high school, I had surgery on my foot. And for two or three weeks... I could not walk around and I was a hostess at Applebee's and so they said we're not gonna you know hire somebody new just come back when you're done when you're ready but for that time in the middle I still had to pay my car insurance and everything so I got a job being a telecommunication sales representative and I got to sit with my headset on and my foot up on the like desk and it was horrible Uh and I put in my two weeks on my second day (laughs) Uh, But when they took my cast off, I was like, I'll just walk around now. Hooray. And like, (laughs) couldn't really walk. And I was like, I cannot imagine like having to care for a crying, weak old baby if like my legs are not as strong as I thought they were. You got to get those atrophy patches. You got to get those pregnancy atrophy patches. Um. All right, final idea. (laughs) There's another one? (laughs) That's it. Final one. Final one. It's pregnancy earmuffs 
for when stupid people start to say stupid shit to you. Well, either about your appearance or an opinion that they have that was not solicited. Yeah, that that happens a lot. That happens. Yeah. A lot. And I don't speak from experience. Right. I just watch it happen and I'm like, oh, God, I would just have to just smack everybody upside the head and be like, shut up. Nobody asked. Right. It happens. Or your doctor is like obligated by law to tell you. Mm -hmm. And I I got this from the podcast. uh, Complications with Uh C-sections, but not obligated in any way, for any reason, to tell you about natural birth complications. Huh. But why? But why? Oh, anyway. <laughs> it just makes me so nervous. So, yeah, earmuffs. So that when your doctor starts telling you, like, one in 20,000 people experience death, you can be like, No. <laughs> uh yeah let's let's send them off to sears we're gonna get them out there <laughs> it's happening sky mall. sky mall oh it's total sky mall <laughs> right there uh and my challenge idea is total sky mall material oh yes perfect segue <laughs> so what's the number one problem with cheerios they spill a lot? That's exactly the thing. Okay, so what if you had a Pez-like dispenser for Cheerios so you can have individual Cheerios on the go? Yes. You could, like, pop it like a Tic Tac. Pop it like a Tic Tac. That that's, like, their slogan if, if, they, if Tic Tac is cool <laughs> with it. <laughs> uh, and then TikTok can be like, pop it like a Cheerio. <laughs> so, pop it like a Cheerio. And because Cheerios aren't known to be like, I mean, kids love them on their own. But, you know, well, well I know. Well, look at you. Come on. Uh, it's not the kind of Good thing point. that you just kind of like take around as a snack. So, yes, Cheerio has definitely dipped their toe into the. The flavor pool. They've done frosted, honey nut, obviously. Uh, I believe they've done chocolate ones. Uh, I think they do like multigrain. Well, multigrain, also. yeah. That's like, you want Cheerios, but you want them to be worse? <laughs> Have multigrain Cheerios. But what about like the Olympic medley? Where there's like four different flavors in do one Do they bowl? do that one? Oh, yeah. Or... They did in 1996. Oh. <laughs> that was my favorite one. What were the flavors? Was it like multi-grain original? Was, yeah. Yeah. And honey nut. And like, I think there was maybe like oh, a. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Like a, I don't know if there was like a maple flavor. I don't know maple. if I made that up. That does sound really good. Or like a, a corn one that was like a little more yellow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was like there were. Yeah, that sounds. I don't. That does sound familiar. It does sound familiar. Uh, But like, they could do like thin candy shells on them. You know, like really get into snack territory and veer away from like cereal territory. Oh my god! And how good would that be in trail mix? 
Ooh. That would be well, such a good addition. And, you know, just talking about, I, I guess, okay, sub idea. Because kids love little baggies of Cheerios so damn much, why doesn't, why doesn't, was it General Mills? I think it's General Mills. Yeah, I think so. Why doesn't General Mills just like have little baggies, sell little baggies of Cheerios? They can make a ton of money doing that. Yeah. Just start calling them 100 calorie packs and all of a sudden skinny ladies will start buying them too. Yeah, 100 calories of Cheerios is like a box of Cheerios. (laughs) High source of fiber. For real. Uh, Yeah, so nothing too groundbreaking with with Cheerios, but I just thought it'd be fun to, you know, pop a little cartoon character Cheerio dispenser. I like it. I like it. I was like thinking you can obviously do environmentally friendly holiday decorations. Like you could do like garland that you string around the Christmas tree or whatever. You could you could make it like earrings. Right. uh, Edible earrings, like things like that. But right. Well, I, I started thinking about how Pringles solved the potato chip dilemma. Which has never really been a dilemma. But, you know, they have them stacked in their little cylinders. We've talked about this before. We've talked yeah. about this. Uh, so it's like, you know, maybe... At first I was thinking, like, maybe like a spindle of Cheerios. Uh, but... <laughs> it's like, pull it off Yeah, but it's like, what, ser- what like purpose does that really serve? A kebab. A kebab. <laughs> um... Lightly charred. Ooh. Hmm. No, it would be like. Oh like yeah. It would just like all the dust, all the dust on it from the bottom of the bag would just ignite. Yeah. Uh, so that's what that's what we get for Cheerios. Um, what I mean, have you had any had any other things going on in your life that maybe sparked anything? Yes. Go, ooh, go on. Okay. Uh, I want to introduce a new segment called hey did you know and i want to let you know because i'm not sure if you knew that on october 17th 2016 in the wall street journal crossword puzzle great idea was the clue what? yes were we, were we the uh, answer <laughs> it's like john and louise <laughs> that would be really creepy yeah, right um, seven letters, and I don't know what the solution is, but the cheat website said a possible solution would be... Eureka? I like, I like it. it. Oh, Eureka. No, Eureka's only six. I like it? Like, uh, hey, we should go to the movie. Great idea. Okay. So Laura and I recently started getting like super into the New York Times crossword puzzle. And oh, Monday is my favorite. Because it's the easiest one. <laughs> uh, we had one, I think it was like a Wednesday one, so like mid-range, and it was annoyingly impossible. And it was it was written, created by a man named Andrew Kingsley. Never again will I do an Andrew Kingsley. That man can go straight to heck. You heard it here first. 
straight to heck. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Take those off. I had on. <laughs> uh, yeah, infuriating. Like, the answers made a no sense, given the clues. And that was one of the things where it's like, we ended up just, like, looking things up. And there was, and there's, like, also some, like, blogs and stuff about crossword puzzles. And that one, even the person writing the blog was just like, eh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> That's when we, like, felt vindicated. This is a stretch. Yeah, but yesterday I think we did two... Yeah, the last two Sunday times crossword puzzles. We did those yesterday. Um, nice. Now, let me ask you some questions. Yeah. Because my mom and I love to do crossword puzzles as well. But we have some very interesting rules. Okay. Such as, if you're unfamiliar with a word and you think you know what it means... You are allowed to tell a person, this is what I think it is, and then if you have a actual dictionary, huh. you may look it up. You may not Google. Interesting. You may also phone a friend who might have that expertise. Oh. So she's constantly texting me about, like, theater things and... and Whatever she thinks that I might know, because that's allowed, but you cannot Google. Uh, Do you have interesting rules? We we have very loose rules. Uh, the only times that we will look up either an answer or a definition, answers happen rarely, and they're usually just to confirm. Um, and it's usually when we're like towards the end and we're like super stuck. Uh, but we will we'll check definitions only if we are like ninety nine percent sure we know the definition, and it's yeah. like. But part of me is just telling me like, oh, maybe not. Uh, that's when we'll look up just the definition. But it's usually not for right. one where it's like one word. It's like part of the clue, so it's not going to be like a synonym. Right. It's just going to be so that we can understand the clue a little bit better. Um, right. I have a question about about um, doing yes. it. Are you guys pencil and erase or only write it down if you know the answer? It's funny you ask. What I do is I make a copy of the... Uh, because it comes in like the magazine, which first of all, a pencil is not going to work on that thing. It's right, glossy right. paper. So I make a copy of it and each of us has a copy that we are doing with pen. We on the first round, unless we're a thousand percent sure that we know the answer, we do not write it into the actual squares. Uh, sometimes, though, get a little cocky and you make a mistake, but it's OK. Uh, hopefully the letters can easily be switched into different letters. Uh, so what we do is between the two of us, I am, uh, more willing to write something in if I feel like if we have this in there, even if it's not right, it will at least help us to figure out what some of the other ones are. And if it's right, great. Uh, if not, oh well, um, 
Yeah, so we each have one, and then hers usually stays pretty clean, and mine is the one where, like, things get worked out. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it drives her nuts, but it's like, it's okay, we've got two of them. It's all good. Yeah, that's a much better system than the way that my mom what and do you I do? do it. Usually we're, like, sitting over each other, like, both trying to look at the same no. thing. And then sometimes Mare will say, like, you do downs. And I'll do a cross. Oh, no, and no, I'm no. Like, no. Okay. And her rule is oh, who cares? Write it all in. Because she's like 90% right, like every time. <laughs> but it's like the one time that she's not, and I freak out. But I am, do not write it down it, unless you know well, for sure. Well, here's my problem with one person doing the crosses and one person doing the downs is like, sometimes you need to know. Everything that's going on, plus if there's a theme, you got to know what the other ones are so that you know what the theme is. Oh, man, there's nothing more satisfying than, like, figuring out the, like, quirky theme. Well, sometimes we work in quadrants, too. Like, we'll only do, like, this corner, and then this corner, and then this corner, because it's like, once you get the one, you can start filling in. Yeah. And sometimes that's, that's an interesting method. We just go all the Skim acrosses, it. then all the downs, and then we kind of revisit and we're just like, okay, what did we think we had for 21 across? Does that work with this and this and that? And if it does, it's like, great. It's Yuli's gold. <laughs> um, it's Arlo <Yeah>. Guthrie. <laughs> it's Iota. Of course it is. It always is. Um, so, mm. yeah, we're talking about crosswords. Where did this come from? It came oh. from the new segment. Yeah. Hey, did That's you know? Right. <laughs> did you know? Um, I also have a different idea. Or do you have an idea without that segment? Wh- about that segment? No, before we got into that. Like, you asked me if I had an idea, and I was like, I do. I'd like to introduce a oh. new segment, but I also have an idea. But if you did, then you go, and then I'll finish. Okay, uh, I do have an idea. Uh, okay. I I feel like I had some sort of clever name for it, but maybe I'll remember it uh, as I'm talking it through. But this one is for people of maybe an older generation that I think really can expand to people of all ages because there are certain things that we need to do that require physical paper documents. Not everything can just be on a computer or stored on your phone. So... This is a device that will uh, help us navigate our paper documents using our devices. You following me? No, you're not. What I'm talking about is a... Like a scan? No. Yes and no. It's a filing cabinet. And what you do is when you are putting a paper into the file, it knows which file you're putting it into, and it does like a quick scan of the document while you're putting it in. Right? Whoa! Does this make sense? Yes! Yeah, so that if you're just like, ooh, where did I put my W-2 from, uh, I don't know, 2014 for when I worked at KB Toys. Totally worked at KB Toys when I was a teenager. Uh, And then you're you're just like, it's not in the, the file where it should be. You can look up uh, on your device and it'll say like Wait, the you put that yeah it's like you put that in 
uh, your car registration folder for blah 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 blah. So, yeah. In the same way that in a large parking lot, you take a picture of like the J five, so you know where you parked. Right. It's like that. Jackson five. Physical... Is that a Jackson five theme park? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, yeah. Well, now that's uh, all I want to do is imagine the, the Jackson Five theme park. This is a theme park episode. Yeah. That's a new idea. Popcorn and the King of Pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good idea. You know, I have a, a lot great of great idea. Oh. What? <laughs> You know, I I have, as we all do, a lot of paper documents, and it's like, I don't know where I put that thing. Yeah, and I have filing cabinets, but it's just like, they get too overcrowded, and if unless you're, like, being really diligent about what's going where, pfft, yeah, stuff's gonna get lost. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I like it. Okay, um, well, if we're going to go with technology, then... Yes, we will. ...segue into another idea that I had. Mm-hmm. And I know there's probably a separate app that does this. But if we have the technology, Apple, just make it a thing. Yeah, I Come want on, Apple. there to be timed messages. Okay. So, so say I have a friend who is in... Katmandu and I'd like to send him a text message and I think of it instead of setting a reminder for myself that says like at 11 p.m. when it's X in the morning for this person send a text Uh because they'll get up and read it I can just write it and then put a timer on it so that it'll send when it's that time for the recipient Oh, okay. so it understands where you are from the from the like geolocation in your own phone so Mm -hmm. also if i want to send you a text Uh or if your mom is on vacation in hawaii as she is wont to do and i want to send her a text then i you know wherever she is i'm not gonna wake her up Mm -hmm. or cause her to continue to toss and turn because she can't go to sleep timed messages i like it that needs to be just a setting yeah like if you can force press and get confetti and balloons let's just like set it so that recipient receives at 10 a.m yeah and it's It's, always for the local time of the recipient right yes i love it we have we have to make sure that people hear this who can do that because i know you can mute Either, like, all text messages or, like, do the Mm -hmm. do not disturb or keep certain ones not do not disturbed so that Mm -hmm. those specific ones still come in. If you have, like, a a high-profile job and your boss needs to get to you but everybody else, you're like, you can wait till the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes that's hard to manage. And sometimes you forget and then you turn it back on and you're like, ah! I missed those 75 texts. Right. Um, Because that has happened. Uh, Timed. Yeah, timed timed messages. That's it. That's all I got. I love it. Um, 
I've got talking about messages. We've got a voicemail. <gasps> All right, I'm gonna try to just play this. Um, because I don't have my, like, be- now that uh, phones don't have headphone jacks on them, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't, and I lost my dongle, of course. Uh, I don't have the thing to, like, put it in there. So I'm just going to try playing it. You that under your car registration. I know. I'm going to just try playing it directly from here, and we'll see if it, we'll see if this works. Okay. Let's, fingers crossed. Nope, you didn't. That didn't go through, did it? I didn't hear. No. Uh, let me try something. Bear with me. I will edit this out. I promise. Bear with me. Bear with me. <laughs> be with me tonight. Uh. Everybody who was born after 1985 has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> um. Let's see. Unless you listen well, to like Ots Radio. Okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play it just from my phone speaker, but uh, this is just for you, Louise. I'm going to edit it in in post. Because it's going to get the, like, that weird thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey. Hey, guys. Uh, Wait, hold on. uh, Sorry, guys. I'm having trouble because I'm on my bike. I just pulled over so I could call you because I was listening to the show, uh, which which I listened to anyway, but I was listening to it specifically to get this phone number because I had an idea earlier that I wanted to call you and tell you. Anyway, let me just jump into the idea because it matches. Okay? It's called, oh, this is Scott, by the way, John's brother, Louise's brother. Um, the idea is called Flavo Straw. It's a straw, and the inside of it is lined with different flavors. So when you're drinking boring water, to make it taste delicious. When you're drinking your uh, your your seltzers, to make them taste delicious. Uh, a few weeks ago, I don't know if you remember, John, but you maybe it was months ago. You're talking about how you're like, well, hey, I'm adding a little lemon juice to my seltzer. Um. So you know this is this is that flavor in the straw. You can have all kinds of ones. You can have sweet ones. You can have savory ones. Acidic one, whatever you want. Flavor inside the straw, flavor straw. Comes in a little, comes in its own little wrapper. You carry it with you at all times. Carry ten of them. You can just pop them in the water. And you're like, guys, don't worry, I got my own delicious beverage. All we have is this river from which to drink. Well, now I can make that river taste like lemon lime. So, anyway, there you go. It's a great idea that I will personally never do, and you won't either, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, I hope it's not too windy. Sorry, I'm on the bike. It's happening. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go back to listening to the show. Thanks. Thanks for calling in, Scott. Scott, who is the guest on the last episode of the Yay! show. Uh, that's an awesome idea, and I love it. Me and, too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like uh, when you use a Twizzler for a straw or a red vine, depending on uh, where you're um, where your heart, where your heart truly is. Um, yeah. Flavor straws. I love it. It could revolutionize camping. Uh, yeah. Especially if it's, if it also is a filter. 
Like if it filters out all yeah. of the all the icky stuff. Actually, don't drink from a river. <laughs> well, drink from a river if you're using one of those like high grade camping filtration system types of things. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, inspired. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, for calling in, Scott. Always yeah. great to hear from you. Uh, and hey, Louise, we have another one. <gasps> what? I know. I know. <laughs> what? When it rains, it pours, baby. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? Hey, I'm in South Korea right now, and I just recalled an idea that my mom used to have when I was growing up that, unfortunately, they actually do in South Korea, and that is having a button on your table when you go out to a restaurant. So instead of trying to get the waiter's attention by raising your arm or waiting for the waiter whenever you need something... You hit the button, and it dings onto either a screen in the back, or it vibrates uh, a little beeper in your pocket, or something along those lines. Maybe, for instance, it could have a beam of light, so whenever you, you uh, hit it, the beam of light, like a little laser, shoots up, so you can see what tables need help and what tables you don't need to check in on as much. So it could be a good idea both for restaurants uh, waiters and for the people uh, getting their food because they can get the things that they want and uh, if they just want to have some time with the people that they're with eating they can do that too hope you guys like my idea or I guess it was my mom's idea thank you so much caller and thank you caller's mom uh, I love it and I already have like a thousand thoughts okay let's have them <laughs> So at first when he said beam of light, I was like, hmm, that's weird. But then I was like, ooh, but what if like it's different colored lights and each color represents something different? Like I need the check or I just need some water, you know, because it, it'll Bever- change. Beverages are blue and food needs are red and your check is green for money. Right. Uh, and maybe they blink with a speed depending on how urgent the need is. How many times you've smashed the button? Sure, because maybe it's maybe it's like I need the check because I got diarrhea and I got a GTFOO here. <laughs> and it's like it's you know, it's just a little bit more urgent than it normally would be. And uh yeah, I love this idea. I think that it's it's something that this country is definitely missing. Uh, I'm I sorry mean, that I'm shaking around. My computer's like getting really hot. Oh, okay. that's okay. Um, but yes, this country needs a lot of things. This is definitely not at the top of the list, but it's on the list. Speaking of that particular caller, because I recognized his voice, Uh, I don't know if I shared this with you, but he sent me a picture of these public toilet seats in Korea mm -hmm. that, um, you know how we just have like the one lid? Uh They had like, you know, this one comes down if you're a lady and you'd like to sit on a a toilet seat. And then Mm -hmm. this one comes down if you're you know, a smaller child and you feel like oh, the, yeah. whole, the hole in, a, in an adult toilet is like too big and scary and you don't want to fall in. And then you mm-hmm. put this one down, which is like even smaller. So they're like stackable, but they're all in the same hinge for like a, 
a toddler learnt like potty training who's like I gotta go potty and you're out and about and you want them to tell you and you want them to be able to go and at home they have like their own potty right. seats but out like what would stop us from just like replacing a bunch of toilet lids that like I don't yeah, know. I, it was a picture of one in in uh, Korea, and I was like, that's "I think that's an aw- genius." I think that's an awesome idea. Super helpful. Yeah, it's like little matryoshka toilet seats. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, matryoshka? I don't know. Oh, I like it. Great <laughs> idea. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. Uh, do you did you have any other ideas? That was it. That was it? Well, then why don't we move on to our challenges for next time. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, I'll start. I'll start. Okay. So, I... There, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on here. Uh, I am about to switch insurance companies, health insurance, and... Uh, it has kind of gotten me thinking like, oh yeah, I should probably like go to some doctors. And for the past, oh, I don't know, 10 years, I've been having some like uh, aching in my mouth. So I'm like, I should maybe go see a dentist. So yeah, yeah it's not a tooth thing, but it's like back in there. So I'm going to be like, hey, why not have that checked out? So I would like some sort of uh, dental ideas. Dental ideas. I like it. Okay, that's like way better than my challenge for you, which is Ziploc baggies. Oh, I like it. I like them. Okay. I like them with the exception of the fact that they are destroying our planet. Okay. Well, for some inspiration, I might send you... Uh, an idea that somebody had, not for Ziploc baggies, but for uh, like two liter bottles. It's mm-hmm. called a bottle cutter. It looks like a tiny stamp. Uh-huh. And you, like, it's got a little blade on the inside, and you, uh, p- like, stick it in, and it starts to make a, a, a ribbon of your hmm. plastic bottle. And you can use it for, like, garden twine to keep your plants up. Or you can use it to pull a trailer from your, like, truck. Like, that's how durable and strong it is. So it's just a way to, like, repurpose all of those plastic bottles instead of having them go into the ocean. As seen on Sky Mall? As seen on Sky Mall. (laughs) Sky Mall! (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Ziploc bags. I agree. I really like them, too. They're super usable. Can I also just talk about one thing briefly with yeah. your permission, Louise? Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate your permission. So I, uh, I am the type of person who gets pretty annoyed when people refer to things by brand name items. So Kleenex. like Kleenex is a big one. Uh, Xerox. I'm going to go Xerox. That is like, no, you're going to make a photocopy of it. Uh, however, Ziploc is one that I don't mind because if you're not Ziploc, you're just a regular old bag. Also, it's efficient. Ziploc. Uh, if you have to yeah. say plastic baggie, 
<sighs> Zip top baggy. I'm tired of talking now. Right. Uh, I also have a question for you about said Ziploc bags. Uh, there are different types of, I guess, interlocking mechanisms on you know for their their options. Do you have a preference? You know, it's different for different things. If it's something like cosmetic products that I'm going to pack in a checked piece of luggage, uh-huh. I prefer the zip, the little like... Mm-hmm. The zip top? The zip top. If it's something like... Sometimes I do a little cross-stitching and I like to separate my floss, they call it. But your uh-huh. th- your thread by um, project and by color. I don't want all of those plastic nubbins that the uh, thread's going to get caught on. Uh-huh. So for that, I prefer the the pressing of the teeth one. Oh, um, I see. Because if because it, like, it pulls on it and it all starts to unravel, then it's like, ugh. Yeah. So yeah, I separate by like color and project, and so they're like. Uh, uh, one project will be in a gallon bag and all of the like blues, grays, yellows, oranges, red, pinks will go in smaller sandwich bags or what have you. Gotcha. I'm, I'm zip top all day, every day, all day, every day. And I'll tell you why I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself to have like completely closed a manual Ziploc bag. Right. And if something spills out of there, it's my fault. If something spills out of a zip top bag, it's a that's busted bag. That's the bag's bag. fault. Yeah. That's the bag's fault. Not I agree my fault. with you. And that's why the priority for the checked luggage for the zip, and I'm not trying to seal the thread in there. I'm just trying to compartmentalize. Uh-huh. Right. You're you you are using the bag for a a non-storage related purpose while you are doing that. Yeah. You are like using a divider. It. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, all right. Well, we've just, we've gone off on like 30 tangents. I love it. I love I that. I love it too. It's the best. Uh, well, anybody out there, if you want to call in, the number is 304-804-IDEA, or you can write it into greatideapod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, we will. You can text will, it too if you're self conscious you about calling in. Just text it. Three hundred four eight hundred four idea. Yeah, uh, you know if you if you write it in, we will we will talk about it on the show. We will probably praise you beyond belief because there is no such thing as a bad idea. Only great ideas that are not gonna happen. Right. Right. Yeah. Does that work out? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, you know, we're on social media. We're not very active, <laughs> but, uh, you know, hang out with us there. We're not going to bug you. I mean, that sounds like a challenge. I know just what I'm going to do. Okay. For your challenge? No. For oh. n- No, it's a mini challenge inside of a challenge where you said we're not that active. Oh, we're going to get active. I-, I just one thing. That's more than zero. <laughs> it's, it's twice as much. Not really. <laughs> Anything times zero is still zero. Uh, anyway, okay. We are going to wrap things up. Louise, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. Everybody, share your ideas with the world. And the world will share its ideas with you. I don't know what I'm talking about. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
see it happening. 